This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A suspect has been cited in connection with Thursday's Grizzly Gulch fire just outside Helena, which officials believe was human-caused. The suspect was cited with negligent arson, was detained early Thursday morning, and was released from custody, according to a press release from the Montana Department of Natural Resources and Conservation. The name of the suspect was not released. The fires began as four to five fires that burned together into one large fire, and they're estimated to be around five acres. They were reported about 5.15 a.m. Wednesday in the 1500 block of Grizzly Gulch. The fire was about 35% contained as of 5 o'clock Thursday, according to the DNRC. Smoke from wildfires across the U.S. West has covered large areas of western Montana on Friday, leading to unhealthy air quality in Missoula and Frenchtown. Conditions are unhealthy for sensitive groups in Helena, Great Falls, Cutbank, Sealy Lake, Hamilton, Butte, and Bozeman. Officials recommend limiting outdoor exertion for sensitive groups. Dense smoke from wildfires in Oregon is causing the poor air quality in Montana. That's according to Leanne Allegretto, meteorologist with the National Weather Service. She said the smoke is expected to linger at least through the weekend, with visibility ranging from three to six miles in Missoula. With large fires burning in British Columbia, California, Oregon, and Idaho, Allegretto said she did not expect a major reprieve from smoke in coming days, even though storms are predicted to move through the area next week. Missoula may also have above-average heat, with temperatures exceeding 100 degrees Fahrenheit, although the heavy smoke could keep the air from reaching full heat. A new report says coal production in Wyoming, the nation's top coal mining state, fell by 21% in 2020 from the previous year, caused in part by reduced demand during the coronavirus pandemic, low natural gas prices, and a long-standing move away from fossil fuels to cheaper and cleaner burning natural gas to generate electricity. The U.S. Information Industry Administration report said that the nation's coal production in 2020 was at its lowest level since 1965. That was reported by the Casper Star Tribune. Wyoming produced 41% of the nation's coal in 2020, according to the EIA. Total coal production in the U.S. fell 24% in 2020 from 2019. Coal-fired power generation dropped by 20%. Coal exports were down 26%, according to the EIA. A new lawsuit has been filed challenging another new law passed by the Republican-led legislature earlier this year. Plaintiffs claim the law is discriminatory against transgender people. The lawsuit filed by the American Civil Liberties Union of Montana, is on behalf of a Yellowstone County trans woman and a trans man identified as John Doe. It seeks to overturn Senate Bill 280 as unconstitutional. 
The law requires trans people to complete gender-affirming surgery and obtain a court order confirming that the surgery was completed. The bill was sponsored by Kyla Republican Representative Carl Grimm. The lawsuit claims SB 280 violates equal protection and in privacy laws and privacy laws and creates a state interference with an individual's medical decisions. Akila Lane, an attorney for the ACLU of Montana, says SB 280 is part of a larger campaign attacking trans rights in Montana. Quote, We would like to prevent its enforcement before it harms any individuals and prevents them from seeking their accurate birth certificates, Lane said. Again, we quote, I think in the 2021 Montana State Legislative Session, we saw a legislature engaged in targeted and systematic attack on transgender Montanans. The suit filed Friday in Yellowstone County District Court names Governor Greg Gianforte and the Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services Director Adam Meyer. Gianforte signed SB 280 into law on April 30th. The state health department processes birth certificates. The ACLU contends that gender-affirming surgery is not medically necessary or desirable for all transgender people. The procedure can also be financially out of reach for some and may be too harmful to the person's health. The process of putting their information through the court system would require a person to disclose private information. In 2017, DPHHS adopted rules that allowed a person to change the designation of their birth certificate by submitting a form with some accompanying information. It did not require surgery or court proceedings. The Department of Environmental Quality has filed a motion to dismiss a legal case that sought to block the president of an Idaho-based company from being involved in proposed mines in northwestern Montana under a state law that punishes companies and their executives who don't clean up mining pollution. In 2018, the Montana Department of Environmental Quality sought to have Hecla Mining Company President and CEO Phillips Baker Jr. removed from two silver and copper mining projects Hecla proposed for near and beneath the Cabinet Mountains near Libby and Knoxon. Baker was Vice President and Chief Financial Officer of Pegasus Gold. It went bankrupt in 1998 and failed to clean up pollution from three gold mines, including the Zortman-Landusky mine near Fort Belknap's Indian Reservation. The state and federal governments had to spend more than $50 million in cleanup costs, and water treatment will continue forever, officials have said. Quote, Montana's mining laws only serve as an effective deterrent if they're enforced, that's according to Andrew Gorder, legal director for the Clark Fork Coalition. Quote, the bad actor law was passed in the wake of Pegasus bankruptcy and was clearly intended to hold mining executives accountable for their previous messes. If DEQ won't enforce the law against Pegasus, former vice president and CFO, 
then the law isn't worth the paper it's printed on. On the other side, quote, in our role as a state environmental agency, we have to make tough decisions in order to make the best use of state resources while achieving our mission. That's according to DEQ Director Chris Dorrington. Quote, at this time, it seems highly unlikely the case would result in reimbursement. That's what Dorrington said in the statement. Heckler has argued that its company was never involved in the Pegasus mines and that Baker left Pegasus before it defaulted on its cleanup bond. That bond did not cover the costs. Missoula County Commissioners want voters to decide whether or not to impose a 3% tax on the sale of marijuana and its related products sold in Missoula County. But on Thursday, commissioners stopped short of placing the intended use of revenue on the official ballot. That came at the advice of legal officials who said the Montana Department of Revenue had not yet issued guidelines over how the revenue can be used. While the county intends to use the revenue for tax relief and housing, the legal team advised commissioners against stating such specifics on the actual ballot since a number of questions from the state remain unanswered. Anna Conley, the county's senior civil deputy, said DOR hasn't issued any administrative roles giving guidelines to counties planning to adopt the tax. Those guidelines might or might not include Missoula's plans for the revenue. Instead of specifics, both city and county commissioners have said their legislative intent is to use the revenue, but housing and tax relief could be broad. More than 70% of Missoula County voters approved the ballot initiative last year legalizing the sale of recreational marijuana. The average statewide total was 56%. If voters approved, the tax would go into effect 90 days later. Based on current projections compiled by the Bureau of Business and Economic Research at the University of Montana, a 3% excise tax would generate about $716,000 a year. Missoula County would keep 50% of the tax, the city of Missoula would get 45, the state would get the other five for administrative purposes. If Missoula voters added the 3% tax to the state's tax, it would increase medical marijuana taxes to 7% and recreational pot to 23%. The Butte Silver Bow Zoning Board on Thursday rejected a special use permit to build a 1,600-acre solar array in South Butte. The vote was five to nothing. Zoning board members cited the pure size of the array, saying it would undeniably change the landscape of those who live in the Little Basin Creek area. They said the public's strong opposition carried weight. The $250 million project would have built 700,000 solar panels. Project planners said it would produce 300 megawatts annually, enough to meet the needs of more than 40,000 families. The developers said they intend to appeal the decision to district court, 
but we'll build the project elsewhere if needed. Yellowstone National Park hosted 938,845 recreation visits in June of this month, making it the park's most visited June in history. That's a 64% increase from June of 2020 and a 20% increase from June 19. So far in 2021, the park has hosted over 1.5 million recreation visits, up 17% from 2019 and surpassing the record year of 2016 as well. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio Network or KGRT-DB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 33 states and provinces in now 22 countries, hello again to Israel, on six continents. We will also post the stories on Facebook on the J. Scott and Treasure State Radio Network pages. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KEMRDB in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and Rescast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana news. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.